It's time for Mama Bear Donita on the Mama Bear Cancer Support Radio Podcast. Welcome to the Sharing Den, where we share cancer stories, products, and information to support anyone going through the journey. We will be there for you. We will be there with you. Now, welcome Mama Bear Donita. Hi, this is Donita Mama Bear, and today on the podcast, I have another author from the Lemonade Stand Project, of which it is such an honor to interview these women. They have some phenomenal stories, and I don't mean high-achieving stories. I mean phenomenal in what they overcame stories, and it is an honor to be in the book with many of these women, and today we have Aslan Ellis on the phone. Hi, Aslan. Hi, Danita. <laughs> thank you for being on the podcast, and thank you for for um, coming on to the Lemonade Stand Project book. I think that uh, your story is valuable, and, and I feel like people will be able to relate to you. But before we get into all that funness, let's talk about you. Um, and tell me, um, Aslan, you are a professional organizer, and, and uh, for, let's start off with what is a professional organizer? <laughs> Fair question. Uh, a lot of people think that we don't exist. They're like, what does that entail? And everybody has certainly their own definitions, but my definition of a professional organizer is someone that comes in and helps you kind of put systems back into place. So whether it's, you know, your home life where there's stuff everywhere and you just have clutter and you just kind of want a system like things just keep piling up or you've been through a rough transition and you need somebody to help you put your systems back in place. Um, or even if like uh, doing your day, like, so we just help organize. We help get you uh, to the right path with your systems. Oh, well, that's awesome. And, and how did you know you wanted to be a professional organizer? Uh, oddly enough, so uh, a little a quick little thing about me is that I am a military brat. <laughs> My mom was in the Air Force for a little over 20 years, wow. and uh, we moved a lot. Uh, not a lot like some people I've heard, but we've moved about five times, and we couldn't have a ton of stuff, and I always organized. I guess I had a different room every other week. <laughs> That's, and, <well> uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good thing. You used, your, you used your life to be able to build on that and to, to go forward, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, so, like, I've never, I mean, I'm kind of old, but I've never heard of a um, professional organizer. Is this a relatively new thing, or is it I just don't know about it? Well, see, I had thought, actually, that I invented it. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you did. (laughs) Yeah, I thought I was so smart, so terrific, that I'm just going to invent what I want to do. And it turns out that there have been a long, uh, long-standing legends that have been pioneering this industry for quite some time. And really, it got its highlight this year, earlier in January, with the launch of Marie Kondo. She is, uh, she's that Japanese lady. (laughs) Yes, yes, I know. Yeah, her own series on Netflix. So yeah, everybody was talking about her this year and it's really just been highlighted and has the industry has really blown up this year. But we've, uh, I guess we've always been there. Well, you know, I know you're in Arizona and I wanted to take a moment to thank you, your mother, for her um, service. Today is Veterans Day and this won't go out on Veterans Day, but it is Veterans Day the day we're recording. And I want to thank her for her service and your family for moving around and doing what was best for the United States and not necessarily for your home life. So I I do feel like you did grow from that and you learned some valuable skills and I could have you, I could still use you. I wish you were not in Arizona. I wish you were in Washington because I, my garage is, I, we, you know, I joke, 
um, Michelle is the organizer for the Lemonade Stand Project. And Michelle was like, I need something. And I was like, yeah, it's probably one of those 30 boxes still in the garage. <laughs> and everybody keeps saying, why is it taking you so long? Because I, like you, have moved 13 times since I got married. Oh, and goodness. I usually go through stuff and get it less and less and less. But this time we also, unfortunately, um, last year we spent taking care of my mother-in-law and she passed away. And we had her house in a pod. And so in addition to my own house and my two old adult son's house, we've got my mother-in-law's house. So it's, it's really been a, um, it's really thrown me for a loop this move. It really has. And it's, it was a choice. We want to be here. We chose to move. We chose to, to do all the, the things ourselves. but, um, I have definitely scatterbrained. I'm noticing, and you probably see this all the time when you're, when you're physically scattered, you're emotionally scattered. Oh, you know? absolutely. It's one of my biggest uh, concepts and like highlighting really that your physical state is really a manifestation of what's going on kind of emotionally. Right. Uh, some people miss that. They're like, yeah, why is your garage a mess? Well, <laughs> I've got stuff. Leave me alone. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know what to do with all that stuff in the garage right now. So I'm just ignoring it. <laughs> so it'll right. go away, but it's not going away. I've noticed it's still there. And it's you know, there. Uh, I, I, uh, I know that the garage by, by is supposed to house your car, not, um, all the things you don't know what to do with. So <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to work through that, but I'm also now going to be side texting you on things like, how do I decide what to keep? Like, you know, my, my husband's, family was um uh, originally from texas and and they they founded wheeler county and they you know i have a lot of family things that i feel very guilty about getting rid of so you know there's that line of how you get rid of it it's not my family you know what to do all those things but i'm guessing if you're listening to this podcast and you're having these issues aslan's going to tell you at the end of this show how to get a hold of her so you can you can do these things and um and uh, move forward because i just love the fact that I found out that there's something called a professional organizer. Now I know, I know about the lady that has a Netflix show um, because my boss at the time came through and like cleaned up. I, I was like, why are, what's going on? Why are we doing all this? And you know, she sparked a huge movement. I know. But um, I think that, that um, I really admire you for being able to organize other people. That is a huge task. Oh my gosh. I could barely keep myself organized. So what is one of the things that, um, you know, what are some of the things that you could offer to listeners who are going through transitions? A couple of tips. Oh, awesome. Uh, so the first thing is that, you know, your system is not going to look like everybody else's system. You got to give yourself parameters and, and the ability to say, okay, it may not be pretty, but I know where everything is and it functions and I know how it gets from point A to point B and I know how to interact with this stuff, right? Uh, so one of my first tips is, you know, take it easy on yourself. It took you X amount of years to come up with these material things and these problems. It's going to take you some time to get through it, believe me. Uh, one of the other things is that you're not alone. So, Dania, there is professional organizers in your area, and you oh. can reach out to them. <laughs> they can come and tackle your garage and help you sort through those 30 boxes. Uh, oh. One of the one of the biggest statistics that I've come across and that I've actually learned hands-on is it takes an average of three years for a family to get completely moved in, like the down to the last box. Uh, and it's highlighted in the, that movie, The Incredibles, where she's all great moments, you know, ha ha ha, <laughs> we're finally moved in. And he goes, in the last three years don't count. He goes, because I just unpacked the last box. Yes. Uh, it's a real thing. <laughs> yeah, 
what's a little discouraging here is because we're new here and we didn't know where we wanted to be. We were just renting for two years. So as I unpack, I'm like, why am I unpacking this? And then my son who was in, who was in um, pest control for a while told me, mom, you cannot leave them packed. Roaches love cardboard and this wrapping paper. I was like, wait, what? No. And he's like, "Mm, mom, you're going to need to unpack that. And I was like, ah, so, so yeah. I mean, thank goodness it's a, it's a a large house because I think I mentioned, um, I might need a professional organizer in how to live with your adult children again. Yeah, um, I'm just saying <laughs> that, that is proven to have some challenges and it doesn't matter because they don't listen to these podcasts anyway. So they don't know that I'm talking about, it. you know, um, it's, it's true. Like you really like this. Wow. It's been a big, it's been a big uh, couple weeks, but anyway, enough about me. Let's talk about you. What, what drew you to the lemonade stand project? Oh, what's my view to it? Uh, or what that, drew you to it? Like oh, what, what drew me? How did you get involved? <laughs> Yes. Okay. Um, so I have this remarkable friend who is a, a, an actual gift from God. Uh, Kayla Izzard. She is an amazing woman. Uh, she's incredibly dear, uh, quite incredibly a bit younger than I am. So I'm just like floored by her emotional intelligence and just how amazing she is. But she actually flagged me uh, on Facebook. And I, first of all, I had no idea what flagging somebody on Facebook was. Like she had no, to me totally either. I walk me through is. it. <laughs> what does that mean? Tell us, educate me. <laughs> when somebody types your name and like hollers at you, it comes up in your notifications. It's all oh like, God. oh, yeah. I had no oh, idea. Okay. Right. <laughs> that's how they found me. Okay. Uh, but no, highlighted me to the Lemonade Stand. She came across it in her social media feed. And I jumped on and it has just been a whirlwind since. Like I, I wasn't sure about the project because it had to open a vein, you know. So I am a, a, a survivor of domestic violence among, amongst, amongst other things. And she and I had really been talking about kind of my walk through life and how I had still hurt so much and how my interactions with people had cert, have had a shaped the, what I allow around me now. And my life from now to my life back then is night and day, night and day. And what drew me to this project was the opportunity to highlight that we get hurt, we get bumps and bruises and things suck. And my biggest saying is people suck. (laughs) People as a whole suck, but persons are amazing. And this book, I thought to connect with 19 other women where I don't feel like the largest failure in the room, where I don't feel like I have all these shameful secrets. Like, you know, it's real life out there, ladies, and we're okay to talk about it and use this process to really heal. And one of the things that has come from this is, oh, honey, the, the the weight that has been lifted and just getting it all down on a page. I was like, okay, this is meant to be. I had met last year with a uh, biblical counselor and she was, and I was like, you know, God just wasn't there for me. He just, he left me. He forgot all about me. I was a middle child. I was left out. I should be used to it. He forgot me on the list, right? (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) Breaking my heart. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Uh, But she, uh, she was like, Aslan, write it all down. Everything that hurt you, everything that you hold against him, write down what happened and look back at it with the frame of where was he? Just ask yourself that question. And uh, I couldn't write the story myself. And so I actually had to talk things through with Kayla and she kind of took some notes and framed it for me just beautifully. She actually heard me 
and let me cry it out let me you know go off on a tangent with my memories and she was just uh, just so instrumental in me actually getting through this finish line uh, along with the, the launch team because everybody that I've encountered with the lemonade stand has just been such an amazing heart of a person and I'm like okay this is why I do it the right. power in people people are not bad some people are yes but you have to trust to find out and you have to you know use your gut use your circle use the people that surround you and trust that yes most people are good and in my particular story men have been the villain more often often than not, right? And so I had developed this really hard take on men. You know, they take what they want. They, they are aggressive. They're big and strong. And it has really softened my outlook on them. And now I'm able to see the good men that are out there and the volumes that they exist in. And it's just been, oh, so yeah. So this project has been a very healing and very cathartic release on so many friends. So Well, it, it, and that's what I was talking to Elena about um, she, just in the, the last podcast. And we were talking about how therapeutic it is to get it out of your head and onto paper. And then the thought that it might help somebody else is oh, just so huge. inspiring, you know, and, and so... I know, I know, I think I picked up on a couple of things when you were just speaking that, you know, um, you maybe felt like you went through this alone and that you were, you were, there was no one there for you. And, um, you know, just the thought, can you imagine, like, I know so far, I know there's two or three cancer stories. I'm one of them. I know there's um, a domestic violence story. I know there's a loss of a child story. I know there are all of these things that are all the black marks in life, all the forbidden subjects, all the mental illness, the mental anguish, the mental part of everything that, that we want to be positive and say everything is positive, but you can't be positive if you don't work through what's wrong. I mean, you can't just ignore it <laughs> and, you know, not go away. <laughs> no, I come, you know, I come from a family that's, um, my dad's from the West coast. My mom's from the South. And, you know, there's this thing I noticed with my mother-in-law, um, she had the ability to deny better than anybody I've ever seen in my life. And I'm not saying it didn't work for her, but I'm saying, wow, there's a lot in denial. Like, I think you can overdo denial as well and you can overdo denial and it, maybe I, I might you know, strike a chord with you, you can overdo denial to the point where you're physically hurt. So, yeah. you know, it's really, um, and trust, you know, yeah, people suck and they take your trust <laughs> and they, they take your trust and they just violate it and they do everything to it, but actually provide you back with trust. But that doesn't mean that every single person, and it's such a hard lesson, but it doesn't mean that every single person is that way. It's just like when you get a wine glass and it breaks, it doesn't mean that every wine glass is going to break. Right. But, but I love you, that know, you go to wine. I love it. <laughs> well, I just try to think of something you might be emotionally attached to that's physical, you know, like, like <laughs> I'm emotionally attached to my wine glass, you know, like, or, or, you know, I, you know what I mean? Like just because your, your water doesn't turn on one day, doesn't mean your water's never coming back on. You know, you trust that when you turn the faucet on, the water's going to turn on, but occasionally it doesn't. And you're like, what happened? Um, you know, and you, it just needs to be fixed. And to me, that's like trust. Trust is so um, hard. It's just such a hard thing to navigate. And, you know, the second, I feel like I, I was, I was very, um, hurt last week uh, as far as trust goes. And I trusted someone with 
everything that I have to trust them with. And um, it was used against me. And I, I don't want to get any more details than that. But it was just, it was a reminder to me that I can't put my guard up or down. It's like the blind that you never raise or lower. You, you leave it in the middle. And if you need it to go a little higher, you go a little higher, put it down a little lower. And I'm very big on visuals. So I, I used to teach first grade. So I'm always bringing up these little weird examples. But I think it helps people sometimes, you know, to visually see it. But, you know, trust is vital. And you cannot, they say you can't live without water and food. Well, I don't think you can live without trust either. Yeah, and, absolutely. you know, you can't just not trust anybody the rest of your life. And the fact that you went through what you went through, you wrote it down, you were able to verbalize it, you were able to get out of the situation, um, which I think is really very important. And you were able to use the situation to move forward and to make your life better. You know, we don't, none of us in the book, none of the authors wanted the stuff that happened to us happen to us. But, and we're not rock stars. We're not any different than the people next door. We are just people who feel so strongly about sharing our situation so that we can minimize any uh, hurt going forward to other people. And I think it took a lot for you to share your story. And I, I, I think that's awesome. Thank you for sharing it. And you know, if you're, if you're curious about the story, you can always read the Lemonade Stand Project when, uh, book when you come out, when it comes out December 4th on Amazon, right? Absolutely, yes. So, so how, can, how can they get a hold of you, um, Aslan, if they want to have um, the listeners, if they want to have their life professionally organized, or maybe they just want to reach out to you and say, hey, I, I was a, a victim of domestic violence as well, and I would like to, to talk to you, you know, uh -huh. if you allow that. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I love connecting with people and I love showing them the value in that trust. And I, I will, I'm so sorry, Janita, but I will forever take that lampshade or that, that shade because that is, that is entirely what it is. Yeah. So, uh, so I can be reached uh, via email, uh, Azzy, A-I-S-I, Azzy is my short for Aslan, <laughs> at askazzy.com. Uh, I'm certainly on Facebook as well at Ask Azzy, and even text me or give me a call, 623-604-0900. Uh, I love talking to people, and I love finding ways to connect them with the people that they need, their people, because to have gotten got at this stage in life is honey it's priceless and i feel right. so gotten now right that i'm i feel complete in a way that i never thought i could so. right and it sometimes don't you want to be don't you want to run your victory lap with like all your medals so everyone knows <laughs> like, yeah no you don't get it like this was rough like you know um and you you also left um you're also on instagram and twitter at um ask Azzy. so you know yeah. if uh, facebook and your thing do instagram twitter and um she's got the website ask Azzy.com and um and it's a-s-k-a-i-s-i.com mm -hmm. and um you know i think uh, one of the best things for me has been how pleasant it has been to interview all of the authors and it's funny because you know you're like man i just had cancer and it's one of my friends said the other day they said you know it's still like ooh, she had cancer but for for the person who had it i would i i I would say that the, every single person in the book, nothing's bigger or better or worse. Everybody has their own journey and how they handled it is what matters because that's what gives the power, right? The power is all in the reaction. 
Absolutely. So, and it's within know, your control at say one degree or the other, which right? is nice. <laughs> which is huge. So huge, huge. That's a whole nother show. But um, anyway, I want to thank you so much for being on today. And listeners, thank you much, very much for listening. This is Doni to Mama Bear. You can find me on uh, my podcasts on um, www.donita, D-O-N-I-T-A, Mama, M-A-M-A, Bear, B-E-A-R.com. And thanks again for listening. Have a great day. Until next time, thank you for joining Mama Bear Donita.